from Boulder, Colorado. This is Ram Radio. I'm George Thomas. We're on the line with Mark Pattinson. You're back again. I'm back again. No, never say never, I guess. I'm getting a bit older, but maybe I've got another way for me. We'll see. Now, I'm hoping you've got a good one in you because uh, <laughs> there's you're definitely one of the race favorites this year. Yeah, I guess that's that's the way it's, it's turned out, you know. So, yes, I can hold my body together and and stick to plans as always and, you know, keep it moving and hopefully we'll be in with a shot. There's a lot of good guys out there, obviously. Um, hopefully, though, we'll manage to uh, be the first to cross the line this year. Now, one of the things I've always admired about you as a racer is your ability to pace yourself. Um, with the competition the way it's shaping up this year, do you think that's going to be an issue for you? Uh, I mean, I'll, you know, as always, to me, it's like get to the heat, get to the desert, get to the early mountains, and then, you know, hopefully get across the plains on an even playing field with the rest of the field. That's always the risk, obviously, with my strategy and ability speed is if I'm six hours behind guys and the wind changes, that can be pretty detrimental, obviously. Um, but I'm hoping to be a bit closer than that, and, and, and we'll see. You know, if I can I just, you know, stay close and keep putting pressure on guys, and once we get to the last 600 miles, you know, put on the burners and see where we're at. You know, that's a, that's a brutal last 600 miles, and I train pretty hard for that terrain and, and try to make sure I'm ready to go when we get there. How are you mentally going into the race this year? Pretty good. I mean, because I, I think the, the few times I've had off years, I've always found it a, a bit more daunting going back. I think when you've done it the year prior, it, it feels like you're just about recovered and start training again. and It's nearly seamless and pretty, I'm pretty relaxed and comfortable. Um, if I think back to 2010 and then 2013, uh, you know, which were both years following years when I didn't race, I had similar feelings of, okay, am I prepared enough? Have I done enough? Am I, is everything ready? Um, but once you start riding, all that stuff goes away. So mentally, I'm in pretty good, pretty good place, you know, a bit older, but a bit wiser, a bit stupider, one or the other. <laughs> I you think know. both of them go together very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Now, how about physically? Have you changed your training up this year at all or pretty much done what you usually do? Um, similar. I mean, I'm a, a little bit higher. Um, actually, every year they get a little bit higher. I think I typically look at the previous year's training and say, right, you can't do less than last year on a month-to-month nearly basis. Um, so I'm over up there and, you know, was, I've done a few things slightly differently this year, but not much. And, you know, I feel pretty good about it. You know, I've done plenty of, you know, speed work as always. Probably not as much. I didn't race, didn't road race this year. Um, I think I was too concerned about crashing, so I, I, I stayed away from that. But, you know, I feel pretty good. Um, you know, I've had a few aches and pains, which I guess age-related. Or I had a crash a couple of years ago, and, you know, there's some stuff still lurking around there. But overall, I feel pretty good. Well, you killed my next question because I was going to ask if you road race this year. But let's yeah, go to your I crew. <laughs> <laughs> How I was going to, but frankly, to be honest, as a lot of people probably know, I live in the States. So a lot of the road racers are dying, certainly on the East Coast. Um, there's just less races. Some of them are shutting down. And, 
um, you know, and right up in the northeast, the stuff we used to do, like, there's a whole crit series closed down, and then there's a couple of road races that have shifted their schedules and then went away from USA cycling and all sorts of stuff. So actually there's not been as much opportunity oh. to race as like there has been in previous years. Because I don't typically try to do it more in the March, April time, and, and this year that wasn't really available to me. But I would think that the riding opportunities for you were really good because the ski season out there was terrible. Yeah, we didn't really have a winter. I mean, well, as far as people in the northeast are concerned, I mean, it was so mild. It was it was crazy. Um, I mean, December was just was comical. Um, but then it was pretty wet in in April and, and, and early May. But but you know, yeah, there's been plenty of opportunity and. and that's not been such a problem. Um, I try to travel a bit to do some of the longer miles anyway in January, February, or just more of the base stuff. So I pre-planned that. So it wasn't like um, I could take massive advantage of staying home. But, but still, yeah, it was a lot better, a lot better winter than, t- than usual. Now, your crew, you've had a number of people on your team come back year in, year out. Um, how many experienced crew members do you have this year? Everybody's done it. Basically, we're, we're bringing back nearly an identical crew to 2014. Just one guy who's actually riding his bike across country himself in, you know, on a self, just on a self tour. Um, in late June, couldn't crew, but another, another crew member had crew in previous years stepped in. So actually, we are got nearly identical crew. Now, thinking of the course, is there a particular part of the route that really stands out to you that that you generally feel really strong on i don't want to jinx it no i mean i typically like the end of the race obviously um well actually not the end i don't like the last 150 miles to be honest <laughs> but the you know the, the real tough bit when we get from when we get to pretty much to from athens on onwards through um through um hancock uh even though it's, it's absolutely brutal. You know, I don't enjoy it when I'm doing it, but I know hopefully I'm making up time on people at that point. Um, and I'm in full race mode, so I enjoy that. I enjoy the sections of Missouri I really like. I mean, in one in 2008, I had a terrible experience going along the um, Missouri River there, just past Jefferson City with hallucinations and stuff. And I hated that stretch, but then since then, I've sort of made that as my right this is where I kind of wake up and get going. Um, so I kind of like that stage. Um, and that's, that, that's the stuff that stands out. I mean, the rest of it, you know, it, it's from that point onwards that I kind of enjoy it. It's all building towards that last, you know, five, 600 miles, but, um, to shovel the Mississippi, but you know, there's other, other bits I've enjoyed over the years and there's other bits I've, I've really not enjoyed. <laughs> I mean, I, just because of the way my, times are nearly stacked on top of each other i'm nearly always going through the same places at the same time of the day um which is good and bad i mean it, it, you know i've had issues with night times when i've been coming into a town or approaching a place where historically i know i've struggled like with sleep and the whole you know getting back on the bike thing it nearly becomes self-fulfilling because I start to think about it as well. I hate this place. I always struggle here. And consequently, because I'm doing it exactly the same time of the day, I always struggle. Um, 
But maybe this year will be different. We've got a slightly different course. We've got a few, you know, probably an extra three hours in the course in the first 700 miles. Um, so at least three hours, probably three and a half hours. So that might change things up a little bit. Um, we'll see. You know, I loved hearing you say you really get into race mode, kind of starting at Athens. How do you change throughout the race? Where's your head when you start? When I start, I'm purely on my own. I'm like not bothered. People can do what they want. I don't care. There's nothing I can do about it anyway. I'm not going to blow myself up, trying to whiz across to, to Blythe and be the first guy to tag start or anything like that because, one, it's not going to happen. And two, there's no point in getting mentally stressed. you just got to safely get through that part of the race. Um, and as you know, and I kind of feel the same about the next couple of days, going through, going through Colorado, Hopefully getting to the plane, or at least getting to the planes, knowing I'm not going to have bad winds. And once we get past Pratt, then I start to think, all right, where really are we? And where is, what's everyone done to get here? Um, you know, I'm aware of where everybody is. I'm, I'm, constantly, I'm talking to people and asking to keep my brain moving. But I'm sort of thinking how other guys are slowing up or speeding up or moving through the fields and, but when we get there, I feel there's enough of the race to really have an idea. Okay, is this guy slaps or not slaps? What's he doing? What's he been doing? That's when I really start, you know, trying to make a difference and decide how I'm going to race the next, you know, day or two. Now you get um, very then, cerebral, you know. obviously. Are you a listener to music as you're writing? Never. I never listen to music. I talk, chat to the crow, or if I'm not having a good time, I very much don't chat to the crowd. Um, uh, but, you know, I keep, you know, to keep my brain moving, I'll be asking questions about previous speeds, previous times, previous looking at other people, you know, where I could be making up time and looking at the weather, just constantly sort of analyzing it all, thinking about, where, you know, what's the weather like a day and a half down the road? Should I sleep earlier or later? All little things like that. And some of it is, you know, useful for racing some of it is just mental exercise really to be honest now mark your crew has done some great jobs of updating your event i remember following you on tumblr one year and you did fantastic reports are you going to be doing anything like that this year we will be doing that again in fact i, I mean we were chatting about it this morning or Friday now but yeah i've got the same guys doing that for me one of the guys who does it is in the in, in one of the bands for the york if, you, if we speak, if you're a contact person. Um, and there's another guy or two who sit home or sit back in Pennsylvania who who update the, do, do that whole blog. And they've, they've done a great job, as you said, of, you know, filling in with as much content as possible, but also trying to come up with different stuff, you know, and give people watching a different perspective or more color on really what's going on as opposed to just your standard that guy's just gone to that time station, that guy's, you know, they're trying to analyze the course or talk a bit more about the weather or the crew set up or the vehicles or just to sort of fill in the, fill in the void, as it were, when there's not a lot of real content coming in. Um, and they've done a fantastic job over the years. Oh, it's excellent. What is the address of that? Where can people go to, to find it? That will be, when I release it, it'll just be markpattinson.com. So it's my name.com. All right, and we are uh, looking forward to doing daily reports with you on Ram Radio as well uh, once we finish so. with Racing yeah. Across the West. Yeah, that will be, that'll be fun. I mean, that's, that actually works out well because 
in the first couple of days, I won't be too chatty, I'm sure. But once we get past the anger, that's when I start to chat a bit more and start to eat a bit more. Perfect. <laughs> Maybe I eat, chat more when I eat. I don't know. All right. Well, Mark Pattinson, we certainly wish you the best race that you've had so far. Well, thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Good talking to you. Thanks very much. Mark Pattinson on Ram Radio in Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. ACAST powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. I'm Ned Fulmer. And I'm Ariel. We're from the Try Guys, and we have a new podcast called Baby Steps. It's an irreverent parenting podcast because parenting is not perfect. We just had a newborn, baby Finn. I got pooped on. Ariel has pink eye. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> we talk to some experts. We even bring you 4 a.m. thoughts from our garden. Oh my gosh, it's literally 4 a.m. Just to <laughs> go back here, I thought I got poop in my eye. Yeah. And that causes pink eye. Parenting is a mess. We're a mess. You're a mess. Join us every Sunday. Listen to Baby Steps on ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST, 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 ACAST recommends. recommends.